I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I am Jenna Stever and I play Astra Blet, the fey-addled half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is, and I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit Resort Spa paladin, eager to help... And flex. Caitlin Stadahar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Lukemeyer playing Zelf, an elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high stakes world of magical cooking. Today we're led by our illustrious GM and world builder and agile hero of folk legends, Justin Green. <laughs> Justin, how are you today? I'm great. I did really well in my dog show training today <laughs> <laughs> if he's a folk legend are we gonna call him justin o'green oh. justin green's already such a folk legend name it's hard to want to <laughs> spice it up did i tell you that i met a, a guy whose name was justin bean and i said to him if we got married both of our names would be justin green bean and he did not think it was funny he hated it what? He hated it so much what? terrified at the possibility he wasn't charmed by that no how could anyone not think that's funny and charming? Because that's hilarious. Does everyone remember where we were? With aching memory. <laughs> Fucked up. That's where we were. Yeah. Johnny's like going to put his hand on Ansel's shoulder. And he's like, bro, I know what I saw. Like, we saw her die in battle. And I'm scared that like things could get out of hand because like... Her boyfriend, like, is taking it pretty hard. He shakes his head and he says, she can't be dead. I, I have this. And he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a long sapphire. And he seems genuinely confused, as if he believes what you're saying, but it can't possibly be correct. This was given to me by somebody very powerful, so that we could monitor that Glorhan was alive. If that powerful dude happened to be archmage windhorn i would not trust him because like i think he is like kind of up to some bad shit and he's just like <laughs> kind of perverting the name of like justice and law you know what i mean oh <laughs> Ansel says it doesn't matter who gave this to me and as he talks to you you can tell the methods and the zombies pause on his command if glorhan had died it would have turned black 
How did you know that? I attuned it to her myself. We can say her name and it will show her in the surface of this. We can scry on her right now. Oh, he's about to see a dead rotting body, so... (laughs) If I had to guess, I think part of her still lives in Johnny, maybe in his memories. Yeah. That or Harville got good enough of his maybe necromancy that there's like reanimated Glorahan now and she's splorching around. He hands you the Saf Scryer and he says, why don't you try? You just say her name and it'll work. Glorahan. Johnny, in the Sapphire, you see yourself... Standing with yep. the sapphire, looking yep. at yourself. Yep. Like, <laughs> <Called it. laughs> um, bro, I don't see Glorhan. I just see myself. <sighs> Maybe this shows you what you want to see. It's impossible. I I brought it to her in Arrow Peak Dungeon, and and we. It doesn't make any sense. And you you see, he's kind of like getting a, a bit upset, and he's pacing. Well, Zelf wants to speak up since he knows Ansel is an academic, and he'll say, "Whatever spell Glorhan cast." Gave everything she had to Johnny, including whatever that sapphire keys off of. Let's jump outside to Patty Hertz. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we're in the we're in the <laughs> middle of an apocalyptic demigod <laughs> demon climbing hand over hand out yeah. of this rift. Purple darkness, all that good stuff. Patty, what would you like to do with this method? What do I want to do with this method? I think you should use more holy water. I think you're right. Yeah, I'm going to hit it with holy water again. In a fit of rage, Patty pulls another bottle of holy water out of her pocket. (laughs) This time right across the face, not over the back of the head. That's a 14. Awesome. I wonder what holy water tastes like. Is it like seltzer? (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the god. That does seven damage. Cassian casts a spell called Admonishing Ray. Of course he does. (laughs) And so this shoots rays of non-lethal force uh, from his hands, and he deals enough damage to knock the method to the ground unconscious. He kind of squints at you, and he says, Are you injured, Patty? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do I want to be so rude to him right now? Yes. I don't know. Normally I would say yes, but Patty's like not really in a good place right now. She's had a really (laughs) tough day. She's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? I guess thanks for coming in and helping us out today. Um, I'm a little banged up, but, you know, I had a white claw, so I'm feeling okay now. (laughs) He nods and he says, I wish I could say the same. Unfortunately, I can barely stand to see you walking free. If it were up to me, you'd be in bitter hold already, but my country comes first. This fucker. This he just fucker. can't. He can't <laughs> let it go for a second. Daddy's going to be like, you know what, Castian? Good thing it's not up to you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he says, I believe that it's up to Gavilin. I just pray that when justice is finally served, that I'll be the tool that she uses to dispense it. Oh, you're a tool, all right. <laughs> <laughs> He turns to Sasha and says, Miss, why don't you run along to safety? Before Castian dismisses Sasha offhand, I mean, Sasha is a badass bitch. She should know that, you know, Castian's not the boss here. I'm mean, like, girl, can you spare another one of those white claws for me? Because I think some shit's going down in the locker room. <laughs> she says, I only have the one left. 
Oh, no, she doesn't. She has nothing. Sorry. Yeah. She has a spell called Adoration. She'll give you that. Oh, thanks, <laughs> girl. Uh, so it just gives you a plus two morale bonus on diplomacy checks or performance combat. Oh, well, she makes me feel a little better. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Your sisters. And then she will run to the exit. Bye, girl. I'll miss Sasha. I'll miss Sasha, too. <laughs> she was cool. We'll find her again in another life. <laughs> What's happening with the giant fucking pit in the ground? It's just like radiating purple energy, but it doesn't seem to be getting bigger at this point. Uh, nothing seems to be crawling out of it. Oh. It is just open for the moment. Okay. Maybe we still have time. <laughs> Maybe there's still time. <laughs> Inside, what are we thinking, guys? Dude, I gotta say... Right now, when I look at this Grystone and I say Glorhan, it shows me, me. Glorhan's gone, bro. But, like, if there's something, like, I can say, like, I know you have, like, a bunch of codes, you just, like, name it. Like, I'll fish it out. Like, I'll find it. He sits down on one of the benches. Oh, he'll totally, like, sit down next to him. Like, if he he makes room. You're both gigantic, (laughs) sitting on this tiny little wooden bench together. Amazing. Ansel is like a fucking skeleton monster. (laughs) He's like, also, like, your get-up is pretty intense, bro. Like, wow. I love it. Very powerful. Dramatic. Thank you. I I appreciate that. I designed all of the masks myself for the cultists. It's a line from one of my poems. Would you like, do you want to hear a poem? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, whoa, is that the one about the masks in the rain? Yes, pacifism (laughs) is just a mask in the rain. Oh Oh, my god. One of the things that, like, I remember Glorhan saying was that, like, you know, she honestly really liked the way that, like, you could express yourself in your poetry and, like, was excited to see, like, what that would become. One of the cultists is like, what's going on, Ansel? Uh, <laughs> Windhorn is going to be mad if we don't finish this up. Bro, I gotta tell you, man, like, I don't know if the time loops are real or not, hmm. but, like, they might be. And, like, there might be a way we could save Glorhan, maybe not. But, like, I don't think she would be very happy about you, like, opening up a hellmouth to swallow up, like, your hometown. <laughs> he says, Johnny, there's no going backwards with Windhorn. He'll kill you, and then he'll turn your body into a bomb. <laughs> He's too powerful. Dude, that is, like, not cool. Oh, like, if people were, like, coming to, like, do, like, last rites, like, oh my god. <sighs> Why are you working with him? Like, that's not, like, the answer, like, your sister knew. The, like, more you, like, do this, like, the more Chad and them, like, are kind of right, you know? You didn't have to be like this. Like, you like transmutation. Like, you like changing and, like, expressing yourself. And, like, I get it. You're mad. But, like, dude, like, the poetry is honestly more direct than this. Justin. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how long they're talking about. Can I do a couple things while they're doing that? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> During this whole dialogue. <laughs> I want to use a cure potion and I want to use two other spells. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to use iron skin. I-, I can also cure light wound on you. Oh, that would be wonderful. That I might do, do that. the trick. Zelf sitting in the corner like, ow! <laughs> you two, as you're curing yourselves, you do see that the cultists behind you kind of gather up. Uh, in the back and and start like whispering amongst themselves. Mm, it's rude. Can Zelf lend a helping die to whatever social check Johnny's making? Uh, I would say Johnny doesn't need to make a check. Okay. We're in a bro moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to roll for a bro moment. I love that. 
But okay, in that case, Delph is going to chip in, but uh, this is all he's going to say. He's going to say, if Windhorn were truly omnipotent, he wouldn't be sneaking around like this, pretending to be a different god's servant, using students as his cat's paws. He's scared of the powers that Johnny and the rest of us are friends with. Shadow End already ended one war, and it can stop Windhorn. Dude, that's another thing. Mistborn, like, was concerned about you. She, like, sent us to look for you. And, like, honestly, like, we might have to take you back there anyway, like, at this point. Like, because there's probably going to be some dudes who are going to bring you to justice. And they're, like, not totally wrong because you are kind of, like, a ringleader right now and, like, a major ritual with an evil god. And, like, that's, like, illegal. I don't think that Windhorn is actually afraid of anybody's power here. I just say... For a moment, though, he locks eyes with you, Astra, and something sort of changes in him. (laughs) (laughs) Changes for the better, right, Justin? Can anyone make a sense motive check to see which way that eye contact (laughs) tips him? (laughs) You can make a sense motive check for sure. He turns to you, Johnny, and he says, you have all of Glorahan's memories. Is that right? Yeah, as best as I can tell. It's kind of hard. There's like a lot of things going on at once. I rolled a two on my sense motive check. Oh, God bless Johnny. I got a 15. I'm not going to roll because I know. (laughs) I think I have all of them, but it's like, you know, like I kind of got to look for it. Like it's like a bag with like a lot of stuff in it. He looks between the two of you and he says, I feel like the only thing he'd really be afraid of is if he lost all of his magic ability. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, that'd be pretty terrifying. I bet if somebody went through that, it'd be pretty unfortunate. Stop looking at me. You're terrifying. (laughs) You're like a skeleton demon. I don't like it. (laughs) Lost their magic? You mean like small blip did? (laughs) Yeah, that is what he means. (laughs) But like, I don't see what that has to do with Astra. It doesn't have anything Hmm. to do with me. The dots are right there, and, like, logically you should be able to connect him, but, like, something in Johnny is not letting him do it. Well, Zelf is thinking out loud, and he says, well, if it happened to Small in the Whispering Woods, perhaps there's some sort of power there which could provide leverage. Yeah, I mean, if you could trick him to get into the Whispering Woods, any sort of untoward things might happen to his personhood, but... I mean, most of us who grew up here know better than to wander into those forests. They're bad places. Yeah. There's, like, bad things that can happen to you in the woods, right? Like, Yeah. I'm sort of remembering some things from, like, the war. Like, some people got, like, lost. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, they always say, like, you won't come back out. But, like, maybe it's that you don't come back out the same. You know, here in Fanon, we say the lucky ones are the ones who don't come back out. Because it's like um, the ones who come out are usually pretty fucked up. (laughs) That happened to Ansel's dad. Yeah, it happens to a lot of people. I don't know if I trust the headmistress or Castian to be able to shut down Windhorn, but maybe we can lure him into the forest. Ansel, do you think you can help us lure Windhorn into the forest? Maybe you could lead him to (laughs) that ley line point in the Whispering Woods. Mm. He nods and he says, yeah, maybe Astra and I can strategize together alone about this, uh, since we're locals. (laughs) I mean, I guess, like... No, 
listen, we're a team. Johnny, we just had this talk. We're all friends. We're all close oh, yeah, friends, and we no, trust each other. Yeah. And that means any plan that we're going to hatch, gosh darn it, we're going to hash it as a team. <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Since we're talking, can we talk about the ritual that we may or may not have interrupted here? Yeah, Ansel, if your dudes are going to keep trying to draw evil magics through the ley line, I'm going to have to knock them out at least. Like, maybe worse. <laughs> I know that's, like, kind of, like, upset, like, what we got going on here. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, this is nice. Oh, <laughs> Justin, what time frame are we operating on for the ley line opening becoming permanent? Asking Ansel this, Ansel's like, well, apparently there is a way to undo the ritual, but the window is very small to succeed. Maybe you have like five minutes. There's only Mm. one goblin clan that even knows how to do it. Uh, Oh, no. Windhorn was afraid they'd show up. He sent cultists to their camps, uh, destroyed some of their tomes, hoping it would keep them from interfering. (laughs) Fuck. Without the full knowledge and ability to eat magic, any failed attempt (gasps) could be extremely catastrophic. What if we had something that could eat magic? We have our friends, our new friends. (laughs) I have two disenchant eaters. Maybe that would help. I think we should try it. Ansel, we've got the remains of the tomes that when Horn tore apart from these two Ebnir shrines, why don't we put our head together and see if we can figure something out? You can attempt to do this. I will tell you in more meta terms that I will ask you to make three successful spellcraft checks at the DC that the ritual was originally reignited at, (laughs) which was 20 but without the full knowledge known by the gourmet, if you mm. fail even one of those rolls, that's it. Something could occur. Ooh, bad news. Okay. Something could occur. How ominous. I think we need to try it. God, we're fucked. This is not going to work. <laughs> this is not going to work. <laughs> something really bad's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Can somebody give somebody else helping dice? Absolutely. What is Ansel's spellcraft? What is everybody's spellcraft? Because mine's a plus eight. Manja plus 12. Nice. Ansel is also a plus 12. I have literally nothing to offer, but if you need me to like run an errand or something. (laughs) Can you get one of the gourmet goblins in the next five minutes? Oh, no. I could tell a fun story about how Johnny and I burned down the village of the gourmet (laughs) goblins, but were ultimately unable to speak to them and get any kind of knowledge other than participating in ritual combat and then insulting them. Yeah. (sighs) I mean, I can provide magical assistance in the form of a guidance spell, which will give you a plus one competence bonus on a skill check. I pointed at the shrine where the shrine was, and I was like, try over there. (laughs) Thank you for your guidance. (laughs) Justin, can we get a tool or circumstance bonus by using the goblin gear or the uh, disenchanted? (laughs) (laughs) You can put that hat on if you want, but it's not going to do you any good. (laughs) Well, I do. I do want to wear the hat. (laughs) Just for confidence. No, you guys... You don't know how this ritual works. Good thing we're yeah. going to do it burn, anyway. Burn, burning down the goblin village. <laughs> How's that going to come back to us? As you guys are preparing to do this, you see that the three cultists are like, Ansel, what do you think that you're doing? You think we're just going <laughs> to let you undo the ritual? And you can see that they're all start removing their daggers from their belts. Oh, yeah. Ah. We forgot we had some hostiles in the room still. We got busy making <laughs> friends with Ansel. Self is ready to rumble. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Uh, I don't like that they're right in front of me. That's not great. 
Uh, are we back in initiative? Definitely. Oh, man. So, Zelf, what do you want to do? Uh, yeah, I want to roll an acrobatics check with my daredevil boots to move behind them. Looking for a 15. Uh, that's an 18. Great. So I'll stab this guy that I just jumped behind with a fork. How many prongs does the fork have? Mm-hmm. Two. <laughs> it's like a barbecue fork. <laughs> yeah. That's a 25 hit. <laughs> that does hit. Just poke him in the butt. <laughs> uh, that does three and then plus two for my stated combat is five damage. Cool. You stab him. Right. In the tenderloin, Astro, what would you like to do? Astro's going to step around Ansel into this room. Oh, boy, there's a lot of boys in this room, huh? <laughs> she does say that out loud. She is surprised, as I am surprised. <laughs> Self reasonably quips, well, it's the men's locker room. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. I'm not, I don't belong here. Okay. Uh, um, oh, I've got a thing I can do. Another one of my unique abilities that I have, I don't think used at all on the podcast so far. And it's called a whimsical prank. (laughs) Notably, this does not provoke an attack of opportunity. I make a normal attack roll. If it's successful, the target takes a penalty. And that penalty is either blinded, dazed, deafened, entangled, shaken, or sickened. And it lasts for one round. I'm going to perform an attack just on this one that's right in front of me. Awesome. Oh, and I I did really good on my attack. So does that count as a fae <laughs> prank? I think so, because it is literally a whimsical prank. Excellent. And it succeeds by five twice, so... Oh, okay, that rules. God, all right. I hadn't thought ahead enough to think that this would work. <laughs> to figure out which one of these things I wanted to do. <laughs> I was just doing things. <laughs> I was just, I was panicked because I didn't want to use my sword for no reason. Don't think too much about it. <laughs> uh, since this is a whimsical prank, Astra's going to blind the one in the middle and she's going to do it by going whoop, 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 and poke him in the eyes. <laughs> Three Stooges style. I love it. Astra's definitely the mo of the group. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'd love to know how many of our listeners are aware of the Three Stooges. <laughs> Great. So he is blinded for three rounds. That is excellent. Um, The cultist, one of them is going to move out here and attack Johnny. Oh, I'm in the <laughs> middle of something. I'm having a moment. I was having a bro to bro, bro. Uh, and I rolled the natural one. Oh. To God. Astra, the non-blinded cultist is going to attempt to attack you. Of course. Oh. 22. 22 certainly stabs me. The cultist with the sacrificial blade that wasn't blinded comes for (sighs) retribution for his friend, uh, stabs you in the arm for four damage. Oh, man. All right. I think it happens mid yeah. So she's like, yeah, yeah. You stabbed me. That wasn't whimsical or a prank. (laughs) Ansel has the zombie attack the cultist that is next to you. I'm a zombie friend. Well. (laughs) And that does hit for 11 damage. Good job, zombies. Yeah, right. Uh, Johnny, it's your turn. 
All right. Uh, Johnny is going to uh, issue a retaliatory blade of mercy uh, to the cultist that just uh, <laughs> swung at him. Call that a knife. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I deal 33 damage. Uh, oh, Lord. Bingo! Mercy, and Johnny in the house turns him to pudding. Uh, Thirty-three subdual damage, so he'll be fine, right? (laughs) He's just one big bruise. Patty, it's your turn. Patty's feeling bolstered by her somewhat positive interaction with Casty, and positive in her in her opinion. (laughs) <laughs> positive because she called him a tool. Positive because she got a really good burn in there. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna use our machete. We're gonna do better than we've been doing. It's gonna go well. Does an eighteen hit? It does. Yes, Patty does not drop her machete, <laughs> and that does four damage. This guy is the one who already has the fork sticking out of his tenderloin, and this <laughs> is enough to kill him. Yes. <laughs> Patty has renewed confidence now. <laughs> uh, Zelf, what would okay. you like to do? I, I want to use my boots again because I love using my boots. <laughs> <laughs> so I backflipped over the last guy. I'm going to backflip over the next guy. Uh, that's a 20 on my check. Nice booty. Uh, and I'll use my studied strike on him. Uh, I accidentally... Oh, no. Two dice appeared because it was a critical. Hey. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with studied combat, it gives me a plus two. And with the Daredevil boots, it gives me a plus one. Total of 16. Ooh, Does that hit? Perfect. All right. Woo. That confirms. Uh, I am going to use studied strike. So that's a total of eight damage. Awesome. Nice. So nice. I'll take my three-pronged fork and say, hey, look, it's a little trident. You mock his dad. Flipping, skipping. Gosh does have a cure spell left. Uh, Astrid, do you need any healing? How are you doing? Uh, I think pr- I've taken a little bit of damage. Uh, very, very little. I'm fine. Johnny, how are you doing? I have taken some serious crowd-crushing damage. I could use some healing. Somebody help Big Johnny. <laughs> uh, Gosh will heal you for nine damage. Sweet. Just for context, Johnny has an incredible amount of HP anyway. You've got like twice as much HP. <laughs> so your serious damage was still more health than I have. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tank. Bless. Astra, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to turn to the paladin and I'll say, um, were you guys able to put down the incursion at the other location? Nice. Cassian's like, oh, no, we came here as soon as we received your message. Uh, Johnny, it was an honor to meet your master. Uh, what? Oh. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> um, so this is a three-prong attack. Oh, no. I think we were... Kind of banking on you going to one of the other prongs. Well, I spoke to Master Orum. They asked me to de- deliver this to you. I believe that this is the proof that you handed over to the headmistress. She was given a divine mission that took precedence over the situation here. Oh, what? fuck. More important than fucking hell holes? Okay. Orum asked okay. that I get this back <laughs> to you. Zelf is going to point his fork over and say... Don't touch that until we're done with the ley line. <laughs> Something's fishy here. You don't have to be a magic cook uh, to know that. Fuck. <laughs> Paul, that's good. We sent you to stop Winhorn. 
what happened with that? Did you see Orem and forget about it? Orem told me not to. What? And to come back and bring you this proof. What? Listen, the last thing we heard about Orem was when a pirate holding Orem's holy symbol tried to kill Johnny. So something here is not what it appears to be. Did they, in fact, hand over a letter? <laughs> yes, they give you back all of the proof that you had given to Headmistress Nerixena. So you've got the contract back. You've got the letters written between them. And it hasn't been altered in any way? You can make a perception check to guarantee that. Okay, I'm, I am going to do that. Yeah, I think the divine mission is at the bottom of the ocean. Do you mean like she's swimming with the fishies? Yeah, mafia style. Oh, God. Uh, I rolled a a 22 on my perception check, so Astra will take it. Her first instinct, much like mine, is that this is a trap (laughs) or a trick of some kind. But she gets him back and she's like, yeah, this is the proof that we gave her. I'm so confused. Astra, with a 22, you do see two small droplets of blood on just one of the edges of the letter. That was not there Mm. previously. Uh Mm, Uh-oh. That's a bad sign. Yeah, that's a really bad sign. Well, let me tuck this away, and that is my turn. Maybe it's ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) Better taste it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Johnny, what would you like to do? Question. It's really cool you met my master. I'm in the middle of something right now. My friends are still fighting. And he's going to, I guess, squeeze through the door. (laughs) Just smash through the door. (laughs) Angle it like a giant couch kind of thing. Like putting a shoe on a baby's foot. And from where he's standing right there, because he's large, I think he can hit that cultist. So he's going to hit him with a blade of mercy while flanking with Zelf. Awesome. Listen, I worked really hard to get that critical hit. To do eight damage. So when you do 40. <laughs> I rolled a 22 to hit and I deal 23 damage. See? Yeah. 23 removes the last cultist from the situation. Fuck All right. him. Okay. Now I can get back to what Castian was saying. Uh, Zelf wants to shut down this ley line. So he's going to call Ansel over to help him with that. Yeah, Ansel also struggles to get through the doorway because of his <laughs> wide bone wings that he has. He keeps trying to like angle them a little bit, but he's knocking into it. Knocking into it. Eventually, he just has to like walk sideways through the door. Uh, but he does join you, Zelf, ready to assist you on a spellcraft check. So we need Great. three successful checks, no failures. Good luck, Zelf. I, Caitlin, and I, Patty, are both terrified right now. (laughs) (laughs) This is a slam dunk. This is easy. Don't quit. Would you quit? Would you quit, Jixie? Stop. So simple. (laughs) Doing my best not to sabotage it because it's so simple. (laughs) So easy. All right. Uh, First one is a 21. That's one. All right. It's a 20. Oh, God, these are too close. (laughs) (laughs) And for this one, I'm going to get guidance from Astra and then a helping dice from Ansel. Yeah, you got it. And then I've just got a high five for good luck right now if you want. I don't think it has any magical powers. (laughs) I'll take it. It's just friendship. (laughs) It's just straight friendship, bro. Just good vibes. Down low. (laughs) Zell still reaches up. (laughs) You get plus two from Ansel. Perfect. Do it. Plus one from Astra, plus two from Ansel, plus two from alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) You got this. You got this. Easy. That's a 26. There you go. See? 
so simple. Not a single one of those was like above an eight. That was just nerve wracking. <laughs> excellent. As Patty would say, using all resources available, scrounging all those bonuses because we would have failed immediately. <laughs> Zelf, make a will save. Oh, oh. So this is not affected by Tears to Wine because it's not a skill check. Uh, and in fact, I don't think I get any bonus. I do get some racial bonuses that Oof. I might ask you for because I did roll a two. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to have you roll a D100. Oh, okay. Oh, I love boy. that. Oh, boy. 13. Zelf, you take the ritual from Ansel that was used to open this. It doesn't make much sense to you. You've never seen this before in your life. But you feel that eating magic is in your wheelhouse, even though you've never met these goblins. It can't be too far off from what you do on a daily basis. (laughs) If goblins can do it. So you start reading off of this ritual, chanting. Ansel is kind of telling you what he knows of doing the reverse, opening (laughs) it and trying to help you with that. You feel all of this magic energy is moving towards you. Uh-uh. I put on my bib. It's looking for somewhere to go. <laughs> you take three bleed damage immediately. Ooh. Your nose starts to bleed. You start to bleed out of one of your ears. And Ooh. you feel, again, the ground starts to shake. A minor earthquake. Not quite as bad as before. The other people around here, you have to like brace yourself to not Ooh. fall over. Whoa. The glowing pink light that is coming out of this tear in the ground starts to decrease, decrease, decrease. You can feel that the ley lane is weakening, 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 and all of this magic that was in it is going into you instead. Oh, uh, no. Oh, God. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I'm imagining like a blueberry girl from Willy Wonka kind of situation. <laughs> He puffs up and turns purple. It's like a shot of adrenaline in your leg. You feel connected to your cooking magic in a way that you never have before. But it also feels a little bit less controlled. Mm. My God, the flavors, the flavors. (laughs) (laughs) But it does seem at the moment that you have deactivated the ley line, even though you are brimming with magical energy yourself. God, well, Zelf is shaking. He says, I don't know if it worked or not. I can taste with my whole body. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shame you're in a locker room. That's got to be really unpleasant. (laughs) Other than him shaking and bleeding spontaneously from several orifices, is there any indication of this magical effect that we can see? Just around his hands, like some pink energy, similar color to what was coming out of the the hole in the ground, just like sparking around his hands, around his eyes. Zelf, are you okay? Either I'm not okay at all, or I'm more okay than I've ever been. (laughs) (laughs) What would you do if you weren't feeling well? You would probably eat something, right? Does anyone have crackers? Maybe I'd usually drink something. Uh... I had some (laughs) holy water and a box of cat treats. Do you have, like, some seltzer, something light on my stomach? You want a beer? I got beer! Do I feel like I can put this energy into something? Like a spell or a ritual? You do feel like it's possible to use this energy, but you don't feel like you have much control over, like, how much or how little. You feel like if you start, it'll be hard to stop. 
Somebody bring me an anteater. (laughs) Why don't we bring you to an anteater? I don't know if they're going to fit in here. We've already got two very large boys kind of blocking the way. Somebody's going to have to carry me. I'm real lightheaded. Good thing we have Big Johnny. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So I'm just going to... Right? Okay, got it. Are you carrying Zelf like in your arms like a baby or like over the shoulder? (laughs) Fireman carry. Plonk. Through the doorway, I kind of have to carry him like a baby to make sure his head doesn't get hit. (laughs) (laughs) And probably I was going to put him on my shoulder. Love that. Okay. minutes of gameplay have passed so it must be time for me to pop up and remind you that we have a patreon it's patreon.com slash bcb party your subscription unlocks ad-free episodes access to our secret official super fun discord channel plus background images and lore and maps and all kinds of stuff there is some art coming up for future episodes that's incredible and you're gonna want to see it We also release bi-weekly audio segments of us asking each other in-character questions. Stuff like, what would you say from a burning building? And what's the saddest meal you've ever eaten? You know, just totally normal getting-to-know-you questions. As a patron, you also get to submit questions that we might use for future segments. We've gotten some really great questions from subscribers, like, what do you wear to bed? And boy, oh boy, was that a fruitful question. So subscribe now and get your questions in at patreon.com slash bcbparty. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
I'm Zelf. You seem to have sucked up a lot of hell energy. I don't <laughs> think that's a good thing. But magic's pretty weird and loosey goosey. Ansel, hell energy. Good, bad, amoral? <laughs> Some people believe that Ebnir, as a, a god of law and a god of magic, uh, some individuals can tap into that without going towards the evil portion of it. Uh, <laughs> but some people can't, if they're like predisposed maybe to acts of moral villainy. Perhaps. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, Zelfs, that's a tricky one. I don't want to <laughs> cast aspersions. Let's get that hell energy out of him, though. <laughs> <laughs> you carry Zelf out of the stadium. You see Zelf, a, a Zelf, lot of the Zelf. people that you saved. So there, there is a large crowd out here. And you bring Zelf over to where the two disenchanters are. And immediately they run up uh, and start pressing their snouts against you, Zelf. <laughs> at first, just kind of like stiffing oh, no. you a bit. Uh, but then they do start pulling that energy out of you. Um, I think the technical term is snoodling. They begin snoodling <laughs> Zelf <laughs> with <laughs> their snoots. Thank you. Excuse me? Thank you. <laughs> snoodling. Oh, snoodling. Thank you, Caitlin. You're welcome. That's what my cats do to me. They snoodle. Patty, as our expert on animal welfare, can you tell us whether it's okay for these disenchant eaters to be eating <laughs> evil magic? Is that morally okay? Oh my god, I think it's fine. I mean, like, you eat junk food, and, like, it's not good for you, but, like, it's not really, you know, it's not gonna, like, make you sick unless you eat a whole lot of it, so maybe just don't feed them too much. That's fair. I've eaten some very evil Doritos, and I was fine. Yeah, just a little hell energy. <laughs> Every couple minutes, the, the disenchanters stop and they like release a burst of magic from their snoot that's like little fireworks into the air. Uh, and then they go back in and continue to snoodle out the magic. I'm concerned about them. Are we noticing any ill effects or do they seem happy? They Ooh. seem thrilled. <laughs> mm. Justin, can I use some of this to make some magical food and feed that to the disenchanters? You can attempt to. I would like to attempt to. Oh, okay. I'm going to have you roll another D100, Paul. Yes. Oh, my yes. gosh. Disenchanter cookies. <sighs> this one's a 67. As per the spell Grease, oh, the area around you just gets, like, slicker and slicker <laughs> as, like, this magic, like, leaks out of your hand as you're cooking and just there's, like, this pink liquid all around the ground around you. Uh, anybody who comes near you has to make a reflex save or they will fall. That sounds Gross. like Johnny. Johnny's still <laughs> holding him and it's just Zelf just becomes slippery in his arms like a wet noodle. Johnny tries to hold him closer, but Zelf just kind of goes and pops out of his arms <laughs> like a bar of soap. Sorry, I got battle focus. Now, what was that stuff that Castian had? It's the evidence that we provided to prove that Windhorn was villainous. And here it is back to us, like we're going to be able to do something with it. We did the thing we were supposed to do with this, which is give it to a higher authority. And so I'm really at a loss here. That's normally what I do. Yeah, just defer to authority. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I'm not to alarm anybody, but there is what appears to be just a, a little bit of blood on this evidence. And whose blood? It's hard to say. <laughs> 
probably there is another Hellmouth open. I don't think Zelf can take trying to close another one. <laughs> it's almost as if Castian totally dropped the ball on his assignment, huh? <laughs> you said my master showed up and talked to him. That's in like some sort of divine mission. Sounds like a convenient excuse to me. Oh yeah, is Castian there? Castian <laughs> says, speaking of our divine mission, are we just going to let this necromancer get away with this? Shouldn't we be turning him over to the authorities? Castian, this might sound convenient, but we were specifically sent here by Mistmorn to find and retrieve Ansel. So no, we're not just going to let him go. We're going to take him back with us to Shadow End. We have effectively let him go because we did leave him in the locker room. But I think in the larger context, Zelf seems to be experiencing some some kind of pretty messed up magic poisoning that we're now feeding some, to some disenchant eaters. I mean, unless you meant to cause that grease spell, Zelf, were you making like fried chicken or for like a, a fish fry or something? Oh, it's really oily. It's so oily. I'm looking at it and it's gross as hell. <laughs> I just wanted to make some fried dumplings. I've never made them like this. Nobody <laughs> likes a greasy dumplings, Elf. No, this is a mess. You just gonna throw it away? I'll take it. <laughs> Wait, was Zelf able to successfully make the magical food? Yes, he is able to successfully make whatever he was trying to make. But they were like abnormally greasy, and he caused the grease spell. Okay. Oh yeah, this is like going to Panda Express. <laughs> oh, oh, I love Panda, Panda Express. Express. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta squeeze your noodles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I am curious what happens if Johnny eats one. <laughs> yeah, oh, Johnny immediately eats one. Great. And he's like, well, all right, Castian, like, so, like, I don't think I agree, like, he needs to go to the authorities, but, like, the mission isn't quite over yet. And then also, kind of the question of which authority, because right now we kind of suspect the authorities is being in on it. So, like, the best and safest course is for him to stay with us for now. Also, he has information about, like, the cult's activities and, like, Windhorn's, like, powers. And, like, I think if we're going to go deal with an Archmage, like, we'll need every edge possible. He will face justice most certainly. But, like, right now, he's, like, still useful to us. Like, not in chains. Anyway, I think this is good, Zelf. (laughs) Last one I've got is Endure Elements. So you, you get a nice oily coating against hot and cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out as pores. Wow. <laughs> I did get an 18 on Profession Chef. So mm, Yeah, sure. Like, I guess it's oily, but like, it's pretty good. Like, I just need some rice or something like that. <laughs> uh, Justin, is, is Zelf still maxed out on energy, or are these anteaters able to siphon any amount off? Like, is there just too much, and he's going to be freaking out for a while? I mean, they'll keep going. It depends. How long do you want to stay here? Until he no longer feels like his magic is uncontrollable. But if somebody mm-hmm. else is like, we've got other things to do, I'm willing to do- go do those things. The point about the other Hellmouth is, uh, I think, a very pertinent oh, one. yeah. There was the shrine under the tower, and there was the weird, like, blighted plane at the edge of the Whispering Woods that was right. close to the Church of Salinas. So we could check out one of those other ones. If they were able to successfully open the Hellmouth there, we're not going to get there in five minutes. So yeah, close it. I don't know what we think we can do about that. That's a good point. Patty wants to just kind of circulate through the crowd and see if anyone is talking about an incident having occurred elsewhere in town. Love that. That's great. 
Patty's being really kind to everyone. She's like, oh, my God, that wasn't that scary. It was really cool when there was that explosion, though, right? How are you doing? Have you heard anything <laughs> else going on? So I have a 21 on my perception check. Nice. Great. Oh, it's the craziest thing. The locker room just spontaneously <laughs> collapsed. That was wild. <laughs> it was really exciting, huh? Patty, you are able to ascertain from just rumblings in the crowd that the ground did open in a straight line all the way through between the three points. Like, it just tore all the way mm-hmm. down the length of it. Yeah. You aren't able to tell, like, did what Zelf just do have an effect in other places? Okay. It's too soon. You also see at the front gates of Fainalan Academy, a group of arbiters are, oh, like, no. coming Ooh. in. And with them is High Mage Winhorn. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God. Ansel's fucked. We need to get him out of there. Oh, we, we all are. Fucked. We're about to get our corpses exploded. We're fucked. He's fucked. Everybody's fucked. <gasps> um, has he noticed us? No, they're a good distance away. Okay. Five minutes walking away from where you guys are. Oh, shit. This is at the, the very front of the school entrance. Well, Patty's going to scamper back as fast as her little paws can go and be like, oh, my God, guys, uh, we have a problem. Um, and that problem is that Windhorn is on his way and is going to arrest us, murder us, turn us into frogs, something horrible, uh, and I don't know what to do. Uh, Zelf is going to say, Windhorn, and he throws his gear back in and says, Let's escape along the ley line. We can investigate it as we get away. Wait, we could take the tunnel back to his office, right? That's his office. That's the last place to look for us. Can we use Patty's rumor power to get the sports crowd to delay the Arbiters? Like some kind of teen movie? Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> hey, you squares, get out our campus. <laughs> what we should probably do is have Castian and his team of goody two-shoes hold them up. I like that mm. idea. Like maybe like yeah. insisting that they need to write down everyone's name or something very bureaucratic like that, yeah. which I feel like Castian is very good at. Something real obnoxious like that. I like how much we're just delegating things to the NPCs at this point. We're just like, Castian, you got this, right? Good. Because <laughs> it worked so well last time. <laughs> we have to. Otherwise, we have to split the party. He's willing to. I think it's our only option. Here's another question. Do we want to take Ansel with us? Oh, we yes. do. Oh, absolutely. Uh, He's the new Tommy Emberize. <laughs> Cassian disagrees. I will help you guys slow down Windhorn, but I will not help you help this necromancer <laughs> who caused all of this to begin with. You're such a boob, Cassian. We're taking him to justice. God. Cassian, Ansel, like, does know some necromancy. It's true, but, like... He's not, like, the person who, like, killed all of Thune, probably. Uh, maybe. I think that that's Archmage Windhorn. Castian, Castian, Castian. Let me lay it out for you, bud. Astra's <laughs> gonna, like, put a hand <laughs> on his shoulder and pull him real close and say, There's some necromancy really fucking up the region, and we think... That because of your incompetence and your inability to detect when you are being lied to, that another of the Hellmouths, at least one, has opened. So I know that you want to take Ansel to justice right now and ride off into the sunset with him or whatever. But we still need him in order to finish closing all these Hellmouths. So I'm not going to let you take him. You can help us and block Windhorn or you can leave. But that's it. And I think this is a bluff check, because I don't think Esther really believes what she's saying. <laughs> I'm going to roll bluff. 
I rolled a 17. I mean, Johnny would like to make a diplomacy check on that. <laughs> That's what Johnny genuinely believes. <laughs> this is what Johnny's going to be like, yeah, and also, like, don't worry, like, I'll be here as a paladin. Like, he'll be under my charge. And, like, if he gets away, like, of course, like, it'll be my responsibility that I'll have to deal with it. Zelf wants to make a stealth check in case neither of them succeed and he needs to <laughs> run away with Hansel. Well, <laughs> Cassian disregards you entirely, Astra, uh, and turns to Johnny and says, Johnny, you understand what it means that Orem was here and that they told me not to go into the tower. Like, I get why you didn't. Like, I'm not mad about that. Like, my master showed up and told me to do that. Like, I wouldn't go into it. Yeah. So you probably shouldn't go into the tower. Ah. Well... Now, I don't know about that. Like, technically speaking, like, my master was talking to you. Like, I probably have to go in the tower. Like, that's probably where I should be. Like, you know, like, all these things fit in, like, a certain way. But, like, you telling me this is important, right? Like, that's probably, like, a big part of this whole, like, thing. I don't really know what my master's up to. Like, I haven't seen Orem in a bit, actually. So, it's, like, kind of strange, like, that I'm running into Orem... You know, what's it called? Like when somebody else runs into the person that you're like looking for and you meet that person? There's no word for that, Johnny. You're not, that's not a word. <laughs> this gotta be. That happens to me all the time. I think there's a gnomish word for it. It doesn't exist in common. Ah. <laughs> I will stay here and I will speak to High Mage Windhorn, but I will tell them that Ansel is responsible for this. <laughs> because he was. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, no, no, that's fair. Yeah. I understand. Respect that. Let's go. As you guys duck back into the stadium, Zelf, you see small blep in the crowd, <sighs> still in his oversized <sighs> jacket, his little preteen eyes <laughs> narrowed. <laughs> God, is there anything more ominous than a youth staring you down? He can't trust you anymore, Zelf. Justin, do I have time to throw his silent image wand back to him? Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> like a jersey? Like he's a kid? <laughs> jersey to him. Here you go, kid. Make sure you give him a thumbs up and like a nod of approval. And take a big sip of your Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Small, I hope you can appreciate that I didn't want you to be murdered by cultists. <laughs> that's fair. And that's it. <laughs> uh, you guys are able to move through the stadium, pick up Ansel, and exit on the opposite side, right outside of the clock tower. Ansel, he is like, guys, maybe I should stay behind and turn myself in. Otherwise, they're going to try and blame you for this. Well, they're going to blame us for this anyway. And they're going to blame you too, so. That ship's kind of sailed, buddy. It sailed when you (laughs) left Thune on it. (laughs) Piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we've got, there's some bad necromancy stuff happening. And you know that because you caused it. But we're going to take a lot of blame for it regardless. So let's try to work (laughs) together to do something about this. Yeah, and so we kind of know that Archmage Windhorn is, like, plotting to, like, frame us. So, like, if we just turned you over, we'd just be serving you up on, like, a silver platter. So You might not be able to trust anybody else you've tried trusting, but trust us. <laughs> what Zelf means is, hey, trust us. <laughs> no, wait, what Zelf means is you have no choice. We're either going to kill you or you can trust us, I guess. What? We're going to kill... Th- Johnny? <laughs> Patty would probably kill him. 
Okay, see, I figured somebody here would. Me. It's me. I mean, Zelf already <laughs> said he would, and he also tried. But he's not going to bring that up. If we kill him, then, like, he can't undo the things or, like, work to make things he did that fuck things up better, right? But it would feel good. <laughs> right, and if we threaten to kill him, we can't be friends with him. Yeah. <laughs> eh. That's why I've been not doing those things. <laughs> so does Ansel have the ability slash desire to go back into Ansel form and not enormous frightening devil monster form because I feel like he's very conspicuous right now. Yes, he will dismiss that spell. I mean, there are a bunch of people around. People are going to see you go into this hole in the ground. Uh, It's just a matter of if that matters. I might have magic for this. Hold on. I've got a couple smoke pellets that I could maybe surreptitiously kind of toss and then we can dash through the smoke. People just think it's an after effect of the cool explosion that blew up the locker room. I love that. Um, I do have minor image but it's a level two spell and i used all those up mostly killing zombies <laughs> so. you don't have obscuring this do you i yeah paul it was on my bingo card so i should hope you have it <laughs> that or i was being sabotaged <laughs> um i think we should use the smoke bombs and the obscuring mist the obscuring mist is only a 20 foot radius so we're gonna layer we are gonna layer so the the smoke pellet it oh is a God. small area but i can also possibly throw the smoke pellet right at the entrance to cover up the hole i think we can make it work with this combination of the two nice okay yeah. So you guys exit the stadium on the other side. The clock tower is right in front of you. You do see that there is a bunch of spectators here as well. Uh, You're able to drop the thick purple obscuring mist into the area. Patty, some smoke bombs around that. And you are able to run through the thick smoke to where you know the hole in the ground is that leads to the underground temple. Excellent. As you land in this underground temple, you see that's pretty much how you left it. You're thankful now that you destroyed all of these ice sculptures before the ritual <laughs> began and they became methods. Hell yeah. Okay. Oh. yeah. Great work. Oh my god. That would have been awful. We, we know that this is going to take us up to Winhorn's like, 14th floor office room, right? And that's fine. That's part of the plan. Yeah. I don't know that I've thought through what we're going to do when we get there, (laughs) but it seems like a good place to start, maybe. (laughs) In my heart, I'm like, let's get more evidence, but we have really good evidence, and it didn't do nothing for us. Okay, we can go, we can, like, try to spy on him or snoop through his office some more, but we kind of, like, we know what's going on for the most part. Like, we know what he's up to. It's just, what can we do? do about it could even set up an ambush well for some reason orem maybe was also here so there might be something different than there was last time orem or somebody pretending to be them yeah that's (laughs) that's what i'm thinking uh okay so it sounds like the answer is yes let's keep going let's do it cool you guys uh race down the length of this corridor Eventually, you reach the stairs that, Patty, you descended the night that you broke into the court. Uh, Now you are climbing them. It's much worse going up. (laughs) That's a lot of stairs. (laughs) (laughs) But you do find yourself coming through the bookcase into Windhorn's office eventually. So I would like to, before opening the bookcase, put my 
big pink cute ear right up against it and listen <laughs> to see if anyone's inside. Smart, smart, smart. Yeah, make a perception check. God knows I'm more the crew that would come tumbling out of the freaking <laughs> bookcase while Windhorn and all his cohorts <laughs> are in his office. Yeah, right. I rolled a 19 on my perception check. Patty, you are pretty confident that there is no one in the office. Gang, I think we're good to go. Let's snoop. Woohoo! Group snoop. Group snoop. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> so I'm not clear. What are you guys looking for? I don't know, Justin. Okay. <laughs> I am specifically, I would like to look for anything related to Orem. So whether it's like a letter referencing this person or... Anything that would give any kind of inclination as to is the real or a fake Orem here, or have they been in contact with Windhorn? Anything of, along those lines. Cool. Justin Zelf yeah. wants to see if there are any other remains of gourmet goblin tomes, just in case they need to do other stuff yeah. to close other rifts. Right. Okay. And Johnny will keep a lookout. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll let you guys take 20 on this. There is nothing in the office relating to either of these things. All right. We should leave. I mean, fleeing is never the wrong choice. (laughs) Uh, I think we should skitter out of the tower, and I think we should head to the third prong, which was out in the forest by the Church of Salinas. Ansel, do you know where in this tower area the, like, ley line is supposed to, like, cross? Or, like, where the ritual would be? He takes you out of the office and down one flight to where there is a door leading out to the center orb, the sanctum of the archmage. Uh, And there is three paths, one from each of the towers that connect to this orb that's kind of floating in the center of all three. Uh, Good call, Johnny. God damn. He points down. You guys are very, very high up. 14, 15 floors. And you do see that on the ground, like running directly underneath the sanctum is the the ley line tear. Mm. And is this one, is it open or has it been closed in the way that the one at the school was closed? It is still glowing pink, but fainter, fainter than the one that you encountered before. You think that if the exact same thing happened here then even though you didn't interact with it, what you did in the other location did have an effect. Interesting. Okay. Is there anybody in the sanctum? Uh, You have no way of knowing that. It seems like a perfect golden sphere. Great and Mm -hmm. weird. Great and weird. Only magic people can get in here, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Patty's no magic expert, but it doesn't look like we're going to be able to do anything here. I mean... Ansel, do you have any insight on what anything we could do about this? Do you know what Winhorn wanted it for? Once the ley line is reactivated, uh, his power is threefold over. He's stronger than before. I'm glad we ran. Are there any shrines to Ebnir here? We could probably bust those up. He cannot publicly display any symbols of Ebnir in the Divine Building. I mean, that doesn't mean he doesn't. Right. You're just saying you haven't seen it. Correct, yes. Yeah course well can i knock on the orb (laughs) (laughs) hello make a knowledge local check 
I'll say, you know, okay. don't even roll for it. That, Astra, you know that this is not a good idea. <laughs> you know that this is the Archmage's Sanctum is one of the most highly respected, highly protected places mm. in the entire country. And it would be insane to just try and break into this. Okay. Literally the most powerful mage in the entire country. <laughs> okay. Astra raises her hand to do shave and a haircut, but then thinks better of it. <laughs> <laughs> let's her her hand fall. Uh, let's uh, let's not. Let's keep going. I think that's the right call. So we're not going in, probably. No. I think that's a bad idea, gang. Yeah, let's go to the third site. Okay. Does anybody think Orem's here at the tower right now? I don't think Orem's here. I think probably Orem saved Castian's life. Oh. We might have just killed Castian, honestly. I think probably Orem is being impersonated personally, but what do I know? I'm just Patty Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone seems to think it's Orem, though. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Johnny just assumes they're all telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> let's escape the tower. Yeah, let's let's not engage with, with Johnny's understanding of the world at the moment. <laughs> As, no, as they go, Astra will be like, well, Johnny, there's some magics that you can use to change your appearance, like with Ansel pretending to be Chad. And so it's entirely possible that a Master Orum that one person sees is not, in fact, the real Master Orum. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense because, like, Captain Iron Eye at the docks said that, like, you know, Orum gave him that medallion and that that meant that Captain Iron Eye could stop me. So, like, that doesn't really, like, you know, stack up with, like, the Orem that I know. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, my master and I get along pretty well. If you meet somebody who looks like your master and they try to kill him, you don't accept that. You say no, and you stop them, okay, Johnny? I would probably question it. It's true. I would probably stop it. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay. You guys eventually arrive at the Church of Salinas, and Zelf... Johnny, Patty, you are now level six. Cool. Yay! Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I can't help but note that that was three names. <laughs> <laughs> Yet there are four members of our party. Uh, you are greeted by a couple of the clerics that you had spoken to previously. They all uh, embrace you and uh, you know tell you how happy they are to see that you've survived. They tell you that they were able to fight off the cultists here hey. and that they were able to prevent the ley line from opening any further in this area. There was something that we saw in the woods that uh, I think might be of interest to you. Oh, yeah? It would be easier for us to just show you. It looks like as if some other ritual was perhaps happening, uh, but I'm not sure what it was. Uh-oh. Rituals in general, I really don't go in for. Yeah, usually, like, it just means bad, powerful stuff, right? I don't know. Sometimes. I mean, you've done little kitty rituals, and that seemed okay. <laughs> oh, that was cute. I liked that. Yeah. yeah. I think most rituals are not so adorable. It does seem possible that... Further down the length of the ley line, they would be performing something else with its energy. Mm. When you were here earlier, the first time that you came to the church to bring in Mr. Farrell for his injuries to be treated, you spoke of a man with a burnt cape and long hair. 
God damn it. Oh, oh no. yeah. Oh, oh thank God. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He, yeah? He was a friend of yours? Well, I don't think we ever use the word friend. We're pretty stingy with that word around here. He wasn't even a roommate. He was just sort of a passing acquaintance. Why? What has he done? <laughs> I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm mm. afraid that uh, your friend is dead. Oh. Uh, oh. I, I'll bring you to him, but I, I warn you that it's rather terrible to see. I regret saying that thing about friends. Now I kind of want to see it. I mean, honestly, anyone else? <laughs> like, you, you got to be a little curious. He must have died fighting to keep the ley line closed, right? Hmm, yeah, definitely. Uh, the cleric leads you into uh, a private room where there are two beds. One of them is Harville Glass Cannon, hmm. his head decapitated. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. Holy shit, okay. So not an accidental death. And the other bed in the room, the body of Glorahan. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I feel really bad about the fact that I just, in my notes, wrote, sounds like Harville's up to no good. And now I have to put, actually, <laughs> he does not have a head anymore. JK, he's up to no head. He's up to no head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Absolutely tragic. I have follow-up questions about the corpses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Corpse questions. <laughs> How does Glorhan's body look? Because she's kind of been dead for a while yeah. now. She's yeah. been dead for uh, about five days, but she looks extremely well-preserved. Really a busy five days. The cleric tells you, we've attempted to use our healing magic on her body, but nothing seems to have any effect whatsoever. Because she's inside Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patty, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, that's uh, huh, that's kind of gross, guys. Kind of gross. Yeah. <sighs> like a tumor in there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cast Detect Magic and just get a vibe check for this whole deal. <laughs> Rolled a 23 on that spellcraft check. What's the vibes, Justin? (laughs) Definitely you are getting a strong aura of necromancy over Glorahan's body. Okay. Okay. Does she have any golden strings on her? You are able to tell that gentle repose has been cast on her, which preserves the remains of a dead creature so that they do not decay. You recognize another stronger aura of necromancy, but you aren't able to identify the second one. Interesting. Okay. Ansel rushes to her bed, of course, and and kneels beside her and takes her hand. Zelf, I saw you made a heal check. Did anybody else want to make a check? I think Johnny should make a heal check. Zelf wants his help to look at Harvel's body and see maybe what killed him. Investigation mode. You're Sherlock Holmes. Mm -hmm. All right. I have a (sighs) strong suspicion as to what killed him, guys. (laughs) Johnny will assist in the investigation of the dead body using his massage practices to move (laughs) the stiff joints. This is not the first time Johnny has massaged a corpse investigatively. (laughs) That's probably true, yeah. So I got a a 19. Also with Zelf aiding you, you are able to determine that this 
seems to be the same death that Gamwir experienced. You believe it's the yep. same weapon oh. that was used. <laughs> yeah. As these memories come back to you, remembering finding Gamwir decapitated earlier, make another will save, Johnny. Ooh. Ooh. No. Okay, I had 24. Oh, nice. Uh, if it's mind affecting it, minus two, 22. Excellent. Johnny, you are shocked as a memory comes back to you <gasps> that's been Ooh. long repressed. Yes. Ooh. Something about this case, this whole weird situation that you've been in for the last month or so, clicks into place. And that's where we'll stop. I was like, Thank you for listening to Burnt Cookbook Party. We had a lot of fun here today, and we hope you did too. And thank you, of course, to all our Patreon subscribers. You are the apple of my eye and the banana of my heart. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadehar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber, as Astra Blep, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. Produced by Jenna Stieber, this episode edited by Justin Green and Jenna Stieber. You can find us on Twitter at BCB Party or email us at bcbparty at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.